Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the People's Review, courtesy of the No Spots Podcast and the True Radio Network, where DC's People's Champ will break down every and any wrestling event that's taking place as only the champ can do. So sit back and relax and enjoy this episode of the People's Review, brought to you by the No Spots Podcast. And we are here, ladies and gentlemen. Best of the Super Juniors is in the books. And we're here to put a wrap. We're going to put a wrap and a, and a bow on this here thing and get it started. So welcome, guys. Welcome. I am DC's People's Champ. Welcome to the Best of the Super Junior Rewind, the final episode of this series. And we will be off from New Japan Podcast for a month before we're back at it for the G1 I am here, DC's People Chef from the People Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. Of course, I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner to my left, your right. If you are watching this live on Twitch.tv slash True No Spots Pod, you know what he, he does every morning. He, wake, he wakes up as this guy named Sage. I'm not going to say the majority of his name because that's a big pause. But Sage, what is happening? I'll say the majority of my name. I'm depressed. Rah! Ah, hey. <laughs> Gallo should have never did that. Gallo should have never did that. It's been circling on my Twitter all week. And Jay White, it's funny because he won't say it. He won't say rock hard. He's doing the pause thing too, but people don't realize he won't say rock hard. Ah. Robinson. <laughs> Listen, he a grown ass man like me. I ain't saying that shit either. Hey, shit. hey, have you watched that video though? Where he goes, Gallows, how do you say it again? And he goes over, um, rock, ha. Like he don't even say hard. He said, ha. <laughs> Them dudes is wild, bro. They are wild. They are wild. Gallows, they sick Gallows with it. Is, Gallows and Anderson are wild. They are very, they're very immature. They are, um, they are this generation's DX humor. They are. And I, I love it. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about why Sage is depressed and everything, because as you know, Best of the Super Juniors wrapped up on uh, last Friday, and we do have a champion crown. We all, if you haven't seen it yet, if this is considered spoilers, something's wrong with you, because you've had a whole six days to watch it. But Hiromu Takahashi Takahashi did make history, becoming the first to win the championship four times overall and the first to do it three in a three years in a row defeating Desperado. We'll get through all of that and talk about the match itself plus the rest of the card. He did wrestle a perfect match. The only thing he did wrong is he didn't win. Okay. <laughs> we'll get into it later. Yo, that right, match so we'll talk about that. And, and I said it. I said it last podcast. That match was going to be different. And they damn sure was. It was, different. it was different. It definitely was different. We'll get into that as well as we will look at the card. Now, the full complete card for Dominion as a second, another match was added uh, based on what happened last Friday on Rampage. So we'll get into all of that here in the start, but we got a lot to cover. So first things first, um, 
So if you didn't see AEW Rampage, we talked about this on the pod, on the weekly podcast last week, but CM Punk did announce on the show that he has suffered an injury that required surgery. Turned out it was a broken le- it was a broken a bone in his lower leg, which some speculate happened when he stage dived off the sta- off the uh, ramp into the crowd, might have hit his ankle onto the barricade, causing the break. It, apparently, adrenaline was running through him that he was able to get through the match, but. He needed surgery. He had successful surgery on Wednesday. And so AEW decided they're going to do a nice little AEW Interim World Championship Eliminator Series, which would consist of a battle royale that took place on Dynamite with the winner of the battle royale going up against John Moxley, who's the number one ranked uh, male competitor in AEW in the main event. And the number one contender. He was actually named number one contender. I was shocked at that. Right, and then whoever wins that main event match would go on the Forbidden Door to take on whoever wins a match that was made for Dominion between Hiroshi Tanahashi, who initially ch- accepted Punk's open challenge for the title, and Hiroki Goto. First of all, stop right here. Stop right here. Okay. Where the fuck did Hiroki Goto come from? <laughs> As someone who knows the history of New Japan, you know damn well that they those two have history. So that's probably why he was. No, no, no. it's this. not even it's not even the fact of that them two have the history. It's the thing of out of everybody, Gota. Like you had a lot of people you could have put in that spot. What made y'all put Gota? Listen, man. I, 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 like I we could have ran back Kenta and Tanahashi. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Who we haven't seen the whole best of Super Junior tour. Yeah, him and him and Yoshihashi been chilling. <laughs> Them dudes been chilling. Probably trying to help Yoshihashi be a better fucking wrestler. But um. All right. Okay. Trashy Hashi. Anyway, so we have we have that going on. Of course, uh, Kyle O'Reilly went on to win the Battle Royale to get into that main event. And then in the main event against John Moxley, they just beat the shit out of each other. Dead ass. So, okay. So, let's, let's run this down. They have, a, they have a Battle Royale. And out of everybody that was in that Battle Royale, Kyle O'Reilly one. Two. Andrade almost won that thing. Right. Darby Allen almost won it. The final five is wild because it's Swerve, Darby Allen, um, Andrade, Cal O'Reilly, and who was the other one? Willie Uta. Willie Uta, who just came back. I, I, that I'm getting good at this podcast and shit. Who just came back from a grueling three-week tournament of Best of the Super Junior and managed to leave the tournament without a major or, or semi-major injury. Matter of fact, they kept hyping it up on commentary that he literally got off the jet, got to the building, and got in there to wrestle. I'm like, ain't no fucking way. He's been oh, back in the country, no, but they played no, it up nice. You know, 
No, 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 no. You just stayed a couple of more days. Oh. Yeah, he stayed. Him, Alexane, and um, him and Alexane stayed a couple of more days. Alexane stayed a couple more days because of the popularity and everything, and they, they uh, New Japan was milking it. Um, Willie, you to stay a couple more days because this was his first time going. This was his first time being part of New Japan in Japan. So you know, it, it's almost been a week, and that was Friday, which was that was Friday. Um, yeah, they stayed Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, they came home. So they, they flew out, which would have been, I think, like Tuesday, Wednesday morning there, Tuesday night here, and flew out. And then literally, you know, that's like a 20-hour flight or some shit like that. So he probably did just get off the plane come to the building, ain't ain't really had no rest, and went into a battle royal and became the fine one of the final two. Willa Yuta is the most underrated wrestler right now. That's on TV. Underrated on TV. I'm saying it. I don't give nobody thing. He's one of the most underrated on TV. That man just came out of Best of the Super Junior. I would have took a rest. I would have opted out. Sorry, I I love this company. I just represented this company. I just did a lot for y'all. I'm gonna go sit down somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit down somewhere. Right. Something something else that happened on the show. We'll get into the big thing that happened on the show. But another thing that happened on the show is that AEW, like, is that AEW announced a new championship for their promotion. The All Atlantic Championship pitting eight men that are going to go at it for a chance to be in a fatal four way at Forbidden Door for to become the inaugural champion. You have Buddy Matthews uh, representing Australia against Pac representing the United Kingdom. Pac won that match, by the way. Next, you're going to have Banger. It was a real banger. I'll talk about that more on Saturday, but. Ethan Page of Canada going up against Bulgaria's uh, Redeemer Miro. You have on the other side of the bracket, you have Penta Escorto from Mexico going up against Malachi Black from the Netherlands. And then you're going to have two guys from New Japan Pro Wrestling go at it to be in this fatal four-way. And them ask the most educated question. He thought it was a dumbass question. He asked the most educated question ever. And I'm going to pull it up and reread it right now. He did. He did. He asked, what part of Japan is in the Atlantic? And you was right. I, I, I had to look it up when you wrote it, and I was like, Kyoto? Yeah, I was trolling. Kyoto? I was trolling. I was trolling. I'm, I'm, I was trolling. We all know that Japan is yeah. in the Pacific. Yeah, it is the not the Atlantic. So how do you have a championship that's supposed to be all Atlantic, but include a country in the Pacific? Explain that to me, please. But Dem's comment after that was, I was looking at these flags, and it, and I was going, one of these flags are not like the other. <laughs> one of these flags are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every time I read it, hey, every time I read it, I stop thinking it. One of these things is not like the other. 
brother. Oh my God. But they but yeah. um, I so for them to do it at Forbidden Door, they couldn't I don't think they could have did a all elite match. I don't I'm right now I'm not seeing any all elite matches being quoted on the Forbidden Door card. I think it's all like literally AEW versus New Japan, some in some fashion, style, or point. Yeah, and I'm looking at this, and they they and New Japan is still yet to announce when that matchup to qualify for that championship match is being taken place. I would assume it's going to take place during the New Japan Road Tour, uh, but it'll be early enough that they could get into Except for the twelfth. One of those two shows. Probably, yeah, either the 10th or the 12th, it'll probably take place on one-on-one match between whoever it is, and then that person will be in Chicago, represent New Japan, to see who will become the first All-Atlantic champion. So, there you go. Interesting. Um, That is going to be interesting. But we had another thing happen, and mind you, all of this happened in the first hour. All this happened in in the first first hour. hour. The first hour was crazy. So after we had Pac versus uh after we had Pac versus Buddy Matthews for that to get into that fatal four-way, later on in the first hour, Trent Beretta came was out talking. He was mad because uh, uh United Empire, Jeff Cobb and, and Great O'Conn ruined him and, and Rocky's chances at the Ring of Honor World Taxi Championships and uh FTR. And even FTR got, got beat up by, by the United Empire. They, he was pissed. FTR came out, they were pissed. Uh, Dax Harwood called them Will Ospreay's bitch boys, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, fuck out, Kingpin, Will Ospreay. Will came strutting his ass on out there, and he got a huge pop. By the way, dead ass, he got a huge pop. Yeah, he did, and he reached behind, reached in his back, and went, "I got the key." And that's the thing, right? And then he did this. And, and who would have that? Aussie Open and Aaron Ray. <laughs> you know what's funny? I I, you could have just said that with no character, and I would still been happy. You had to say the nigga's name. You had to say his name. Why you say his name? Why you but say still, Aaron But still, I, but look, but it's funny because the crowd there in, in, uh, in <laughs> the crowd in Kansas City were more happy for Will Ospreay at Aussie Open than they were for Aaron Hanare. They didn't care about Aaron Hanare. I'm just saying. No one cares about Aaron Hanare. That's why he's in United Empire, because Ospreay is trying to care. Um, <laughs> good night, Drench. Have a good one. Appreciate you being the, here. The, the better part of it was that after all of this and the first hour, right? Okay. My Twitter goes off. I stay on Twitter. And Will Ospreay posted or liked, liked something. Why was it Aaron Hanare's post that he was in the United States? And I, t- and I, I looked at it and I closed my phone because I wanted to write, go back to Japan and stay there. <laughs> Speaking of, of, of United Empire, did you see the the the, the was, teaser that they uh that they put out? I did not see the teaser, but I was gonna mention that after the events that what happened on Rampage on Wednesday night, Will Osprey is gonna be making his in-ring debut for AEW, teaming with Aussie Open against Trip Moretta and FTR. Brother, I cannot wait for that. 
soon as soon as SmackDown go off. <laughs> soon as SmackDown go off. Yeah, that might be one. I might have to watch live. I might have to wait till Saturday to watch it. I might have to watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hit that TNT real quick. Uh, but they uh, so uh, they put out a thing. United Empire put out a whole thing. Uh, not only are they invading AEW, the next New Japan Strong uh, big event, like Windy City Ride, Capital Collision. Um, it's called something. I, it's, it's that, I, it was just on the tip of my tongue, too. But they're going to be taking over. And they're going to be, uh, supposedly, they're in, like, half the card. Half the card is, is them. Like, it, it, they said, we are taking over. New Japan strong. I'm like, wow. The entire, the entire, I'm trying to see if I can find it while we're still here. But I don't know what the name of it. The next, uh, dang, what is the name of it? Also, also, while 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 Sage looks that up, Sunshine, thank you for the fifty bits at the start, and Mike, thank you for reselling for ten months. We have, I appreciate you as always for being here. I see Britt just ended her stream because she's getting ready to go on vacation. Britt had a crazy stream today, Sage. Let me tell you something. She had a crazy stream. Bits and gifted subs galore and got raided with a party of ninety four. It was insane. Oh wow. Yeah, man, it was insane. But you know, and it was her last stream before she goes on vacation for the weekend. So, what, oh, what nice. a way to go! On, what a way to go on vacation, having like a like a bunch of gifted subs, a bunch of bits, and a ninety-four person raid. Holy shit! You figured it out? Yeah. You it up? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm well, looking again, why you why you look that up? Why you look that up? I will say, like I said, it's it's crazy how. Everybody in the United Empire has made their way into AEW. They're really starting to sow the seeds for Forbidden Door and really starting to like put that card together. I mean, so far, all we know is that the AEW interim world championship will be on will be uh put on the line with uh John Moxley against whoever wins between Tanahashi and Goto. Oh, and one other thing to mention as well Hangman Adam Page challenged Okada. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is all within the first hour. Like, this made no sense to me. Like, they booked the first hour as a banger. They reverse booked, honestly. They reverse booked. It's, it, it was just wild and insane that um, they are really going crazy about this forbidden door. So now it's Okada. If Okada wins, and so far is um Okada versus um uh Hangman Page. So and the far funny and the funny shit is the funny shit is there was a report by he who shall not be named because he's an idiot that said that this was listed internally as a match they wanted to do. Then they came back and said no, it's not. And now they actually did it partially because Hangman made the challenge, right? He made the challenge, but then all wow. of a sudden. Adam Cole came off the commentary booth and said, nah, son, <laughs> like, nah, son, I'm a champion oh around God, here. Yeah. You're not. I should get the shot at Okada. They better not turn that into a triple threat. Or they, they, might, they might not. I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. 
I wouldn't be mad at that. Adam Cole, Hangman Page, who's both of them are former Bullet Club members, and Okada. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. That 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 look a little uh, <clears throat> look a little nice. Look at the nice. I cannot find this video for nothing, man. That's weird because they they posted it. I even went on Ocon's page and I can't find it. But it, but they um whatever. I know the next event that they about to do high alert, and then it's another event, a pay per view event after that. Whatever that pay per view event is, that's gonna be. Will Osprey has renamed it as United Empire. Something. Yeah. I can't think of what the name of it is. God damn it. And they I had it on Insta? They posted on Insta? Nah, this was on Twitter and I, I seen it. It's on probably Twitter. on the Insta though. So I'm about to I'm gonna check the Insta because it's probably on the Insta. But yeah, I, all that happened with them trying to really build Forbidden Door, all that happened like in the first hour of the show on Wednesday night. So uh we'll be myself and Sith, we'll be talking about that show in our weekend review push a berry segment on Saturday. And yeah, I mean AEW that dynamite show was like all over the place last night, but it was it wasn't a bad it was not a bad bad episode, but it was just all over the place. I mean that that uh that was a what's the word I'm looking for? That was a it was reverse book because the second hour was lacking until Moxley and um I mean, yeah, until Moxley and um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. It, it, it just wasn't, the second hour was not that good. It, it wasn't no big news in the second hour except for that John Moxley defeated Kyle O'Reilly and moved forward in the uh, Eliminator Tournament for the interim AEW World Heavyweight Champion. So I, I can't, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see if Hiroki Goto beats uh, uh, if Hiroki Goto beats Tanahashi, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's not what I expected. <laughs> not what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Another other stuff that's going on outside of the best of super juniors and stuff like that, but it has to do with Dominion. Is we finally are going to find out what the stip is going to be for the KOPW 2022 provisional championship match at Dominion between Shingo Takagi and Taichi. It was announced earlier this week in a press conference what the stips are going to be. Uh, voting is scheduled to close, I believe, on Friday. <coughs> so Here's what they're voting on. Uh, what's today? No, I think it closed today. Yeah, it closes today. Well, today is Friday. It closed, it closed, Over there. It, well, yeah, but so it closed Thursday. It closed uh, our time about 10 a.m. Right. All right, so here were the rules that were uh, put up for a vote. Oh, it's supposed to be 9 p.m. Uh, Jap uh, Japanese Standard Time Thursday, which means it's already closed. But these are what they voted on. They don't have the results up as of yet. But the rules were Takagi's rules was a 10 minute unlimited pinfall ramble in which he, in stole, the that. he stole it. He stole it. He stole it. He stole okay, it. Okay, so 
basically what that means is in a 10 minute in a 10 minute time limit one two three and more counts are allowed whoever has the greatest cumulative counts in 10 minutes wins tai chi's rule was a no time limit limited finish 10 count match in which a cumulative count of 10 wins tai chi can only use the gato clutch to add to his total and takagi can only use a ground cobra no pumping bomber no axe bomber no last of the dragon no made in japan no black mephisto mephisto none of that no 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 stretch plum none of that you would have to yeah they have to use one of those moves in order to win this match so, is gonna be crazy no matter which one you pick yeah so oddly because tai chi, tai chi won won his first one won his uh first decision against yana Takagi won his first uh, voting thing against Taichi. I really think Takagi's going to win this again for some weird reason. And um, if Takagi does, and hopefully, not hopefully, it will happen. Taichi will beat him. And have the he's going to have like a 12 count on him. Um, the thing that I, I feel though, and I, and I kind of wish this after watching and the, the press conference or reading the press conference too, um, I really do, I kind of, something inside of me wants Shingo to win that. Because Shingo said that he would lead, he would change it. It would no longer be a statue. So change it into a belt. The KOPW provisional belt. I, you know what? I would like a belt. Not that I'm, I'm a, a fo- opposed to the trophy, because the trophy has kind of been symbolic and everything. I kind of would want a belt, though. I would probably be pretty Man, If you're trying to elevate this thing, a uh, heavy, uh, uh, heavy main event status, you ought to turn that into a belt. And that's just because of the culture that wrestling is now. Like nothing, nothing that, no, this thing has main evented a couple of times. Last, what, two times it's been a main event? And it's been the statue. And it's like, eh, eh, that's not the same with New Japan. Like when they won the statue in the middle of, in the middle of the card and stuff like that, that was cool. Now winning a statue in the main event. Only time that only time you really care about that is tournament. G one, World Tag League, best of super juniors, best of super I just I just made myself sad. Sad well, okay. days. Sad days. Sad days. I just I made myself sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I, so I, I mean, I really want I really want the Tai Chi stipulation though. I want the Tai Chi stipulation. The Tai Chi stipulation should be very I voted for Tai Chi stipulation regardless. I don't care But I did, I like the concept. They can't use they can't use the puppet bomber, you can't use the axe bomber, you can't use Lance of the Dragon, Black Mephisto. You can't use anything but the Gale Clutch and the Ground Cobra. Well, no, they can use them. They can't just can't use. You can't pin them after using them. You be, oh, okay. I think that's the concept. Oh, okay. You basically okay. have to use the Gato clutch or the other, just one of those two pinning combinations in order to, uh, in order to get the pinfall. 
or something like that. So that be when somebody hit their finisher, that's it. It's a wrap. It's like a desperado. Anyway, all right, so that's about it for everything that's happened outside of our two main topics on tonight's episode on this podcast. And so let's get right into it and let's talk about the best of the super junior final card that took place on Friday, January, June 3rd <coughs> at the Nippon Budokan. And so we begin first talking about uh, the opening match, which turned into Homa against Ryohei Oiwa because of the fact that Juice Robinson was rushed to the hospital with appendicitis and was going to have his appendix removed. He was removed from the car. They're still advertising him to defend the U.S. heavyweight championship at Dominion. I don't know, excuse me, how that's possible coming off appendicitis surgery. I don't see how that's possible. But anyway, whatever. So Homa you know, went up against. You know what I think will happen with that? We'll, we'll get to it. And I, I'm, 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 a, I'm going to ponder that idea. Go ahead. We, we'll get to it. But I got something to say about that. If it, um, <clears throat> so if that Homa, doesn't go through. Right. So Homa went up against Oiwa. That match went about four minutes, 36 seconds. Good. Very short, under five minutes. Fine. Get Homa out there. He did his Kokeshi. He won. Cool. We move on. That's, that's good, too. <laughs> so then the next matchup was... <laughs> I didn't want to see Homer. I'm sorry. That's good. Anyway, so um, Alex Zane and uh, Alex Zane teamed up with all the champions that were in this best of super juniors that weren't in uh, a big match, uh, i.e., the tag Final. champs and the junior heavyweight champ, but the non New Japan champs. Uh, he was teaming up with Willie Yuta, Ace Austin, and L. Lindemann to defeat Clark Connors, Titan Yo, and Robbie Eagles. Uh, Zane hit a cinnamon twist, and it would be the last time that the Zesties would be together, as we'll find out later on. Not a bad match either, by the way. Then then our then our third match saw ourselves get a possible championship, uh, championship match being made for the New Japan Road Tour when – COVID-19 and Francisco Akira were able to defeat Ryusuke Taguchi and Masawato Team 609, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Uh, the Pinoy stretch on Taguchi spelled the end for the tag champs. And now they're going to have to defend their championships against the United Empire Junior Heavyweight Team uh, on, Jan- on June the 20th uh, in Corquin Hall for the New Japan Road Series. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure you're happy that, that your, your boy trash. So, my <laughs> I hope that he gets fireballed into oblivion. Let's go, United Empire. Whatever. All right. Anyway, then our fourth match, we'll see would see something else that would pretty much come true, which is the return of Zack Sabre Jr. to competition after a break off during the best of Super Juniors. Him and Yoshinobu Kanemaru would defeat Sho and Evil to get a victory, and they would now earn themselves at Dominion a shot at the never open way six-man tag team championships. It will be Zack Sabre Jr. and Yoshinobu Kanemaru, along with this year's finalist, El Desperado, going up against the never six-man tag champions, the House of Torture. I know you like that, though. It's a great consolation prize. <laughs> right. All right. Next, we will see Bullet Club in action. It's El Phantasmo team with the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions 
Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale to go up against Aaron Hanari, Great O'Conn, and Jeff Cobb. And when it looked like Hanari was going to put away El Fantasmo, who would appear on the apron to cause a distraction? The X Division champion, Ace Austin? Ace Austin. What? What? Yep, that's what happened. Ace Austin Kane caused a distraction. Phantasmal with the, the sudden death. And then the CR2, see you later. And we would have a victor at Bullet Club. And a new member of Bullet Club, none other than inevitable Ace Austin, has now joined the Bullet Club. In his backstage comments, he would be confronted by Alex Zade, who would then, Alex Zade would then get jumped by the Bullet Club, and they would take his shoes or his socks for some strange reason. So you can't keep on, and, and Jay White posted it yesterday, um, you can't keep socks on around El Fantasmo. He steals your socks. I don't know why. I don't know why. He's just weird. He's weird. Yeah, that's, that's, He's a weird, weird. that's a weird That's a weird. thing to do, bro, to be taking somebody's socks. Anyway, but and that, that happened. Did you watch the video again? When he posted it, I had to watch it again. He literally, after they, after they were stomping him out, he literally goes to his feet and yanks his socks off his face. Fantasmo was wild. Thank you for the host, Mike. I appreciate you, brother. Oh the Fantasmo was a wild dude. Anyway, mm -hmm. next we will have our sixth man, which will see the return of Tetsuya Naito. Uh, after having surgery on his eye and then taking time off with the best of Super Juniors, he returned with Bushi and Shingo Takagi to face Doki, Takamichi, Noku, and Taichi. The ground cobra was the way for Takagi to get the victory uh, over uh, Suzuki Goon. And then Taichi got flash pit in the middle of the ring and, and fucking Naito counted it. <laughs> and he got a five count out of it. Like, yo, I'm going to tell you something. Yano... Some of the best rivalries over that uh, trophy, this is ranking up there in the top five. Just because, you know, we all know Shingo Takagi is super serious, and we know that Taichi is super trolly and super arrogant. But somehow it is working perfectly, and it's really entertaining. It also has slipped the, in the, in the con press conference for, for the votes. Uh... Takagi was being a troll and arrogant. And Taichi was being serious. And I'm like, I love this. It's like top three for me. It's like it's it's, it's, it's ranking top three for me in the KOPW uh Yeah, because I mean team. you think about Yano and Chase, and you think about Yano and Fale. Those were the, were, were the other two that I feel is are in the top three. To me, at least. I don't know about you, but for me, it's Yano versus Fale, Yano versus Chase, and Takagi versus Taichi. Say that again? No, I was, saying, I was saying my top three are Yano versus Chase, Yano versus Fale, and Taichi versus Takagi. Those are my top three. I don't know what your top three is for this, this trophy, but that's my top three. Um... Yano versus Suzuki is number one. Okay. Then Yano versus Chase. I don't, mm -hmm. Well, I don't know because Yano and Chase wasn't it wasn't as detailed as this is. 
So the Yano and Chase and um uh um Takagi and Taichi they are they're you could flip them for me. There are certain things that I like about that 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 I that was over that and there are certain things that I like about the Tai Chi and uh Shingo over the Yano and Chase. But the those that's my top three. Fale is like number five, but you, uh, it's just it's, it's Fale. Like Yano's taken down Fale before, but Yano versus Murder Grandpa. When Murder Grandpa beat the crap out of him, took it, and then, and then they went back at him, and Yano locked him in a cave. I was muted. Sorry. That's a top fiver for me. That's a top you know, fiver for me. You did it Saturday. You kept muting yourself. <laughs> because, like, I'm I'm still getting used to having a nice laptop where my sound actually sounds nice, and then I don't want mine to be drowned out over my over anybody else. So I mute myself, and I forget that I'm muted. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's talk about the semifinal in this night. It was Jado Tamatanga Toriyama Okada going up against Bullet Club Gato Taiji Ishimori Doc Gallows and Jay White. Um, Carl Anderson was supposed to be a part of this, but unfortunately, due to COVID, he was pulled from the show. So we had this as our as our semifinal, and Tamatanga was able to nail Gato with the gun stun to give the good guys a victory. And then backstage, uh, Jay White told everybody like Okada's not stupid. He understands what I'm saying. Okada basically said the same thing. He's like, you, just because I don't speak English don't mean I don't understand what you're saying, you know, and stuff like that. So this is this is a fun little main event. This is a fun little semifinal, but the main event, the main event, ladies and gentlemen, 30 minutes and 37 seconds of pure emotion, physicality, and epic storytelling between two long to determine who would be the best of the Super Junior 29 tournament winner. The defending champion, Hiromu Takahashi, from the A block, going up against El Desperado from the B block. Both men came into this, this final having finished their block at the top of their blocks with 12 points. And we only, we knew, we knew this was going to be an epic encounter between these two. And as Sage said at the beginning, he knew, he predicted that this match was going to be different from their previous ones. And by God, it was different. It was a good different. So, as we mentioned, Hiromu did get the victory. He broke out a new variation of the Time Bomb, which he calls Time Bomb 2.5, and got the W to become the fourth time and three in a row Best of Super Juniors winner, outlasted Desprey, who was very, very despondent backstage when he got to the back. It made me sad that my pick won, actually. Like, I couldn't even be happy that my pick won because of how, how sad Despy was. It made, me, it made me sad. Sad days. Sage, you have your life water. Your, your guy lost. You said you're, you're, you're having sad days. Talk about it, please. I almost cried with Desperado, man. Desperado did everything right. He attacked the knee. 
he uh he hit PJ Loco twice. He put a stretch my foot on or numero dos as we call it in New Japan. He uh that man did nothing wrong. He went in that match. Brand new man, pretty new man, and left everything on the table. This is why Best of the Super Juniors is what it is. You can go back and watch every single final, and every single final is different. You're not watching the same match. You're not. You're. We seen Desperado and. A couple of times. We've seen them at Wrestle Kingdom. But what we didn't see at these events, except for one, except for the finals two years ago, was the emotion that these two people put in, into it. This was the emotion two years ago was you were my friend when we were in the dojo. You left. We went to the same place. You became somebody else. And then you're back, we're both back, in the one tournament we wanted to be in, facing each other, and we hate each other. There was no kind words they could say to each other two years ago. They realized this year that they are the two, my bad, two of the three men that run that division. It's El Desperado, Hiromu Takahashi, and your IW. UP junior heavyweight champion, the bone soldier, Taiji Ishimori. What more? Taiji left Impact Wrestling and came back as bone soldier and had been a dominant force in the division. And the only thing he hasn't honestly won in the division is best of the Super Juniors. He can't even make it to the finals. My bad. He was in a final and lost. He hasn't made it back to the finals since. Desperado has made the finals twice. And Desperado has been, every, every, every since the pandemic, Desperado, since Desperado's jaw got broken, he's been a brand new man. A brand new man. A brand new look on wrestling. But he can't. As much as I hate to say it, and we said this guy is a weird guy, but he also said something that was true. And Desperado said it in his backstage comment. El Fantasmo, you said I couldn't win the big one. And I, and I choked again. That almost made me cry. Because that man looked in the camera and said, I failed. 
I hate to see what Suzuki did to him. Here's how here's how I feel about it. Here's how I feel about it. It's like again, y'all know at the start of the tournament, before the start the tournament started, I was on the Hiromu bandwagon. And even when he was taking a few L's in the middle of the tournament, I was still on the Hiromu bandwagon. I believed that he would make history. He would win the best of Super Juniors three years in a row and four overall, and it would be a wrap. But watching the effort of Despy being in so many main events, putting on the type of match that he was putting on and putting on just banger after banger, including against Doki, who we all knew that was awesome because of how the press conference went. And he, they went out there and fucking killed it. I, I felt bad. I legit felt bad that my pick actually won. I was going to be, I would, after hearing the backstage comments, I was sad that I actually won the pool. And my pick got got was right for the final because Desperado is like Desperado has earned the right to be called one of the top junior heavyweights in New Japan. He's earned that right. He's been earning that right since the pandemic. Even before the pandemic, he was yeah he was one of the top junior heavyweight tag team wrestlers. Yeah, but wasn't really seen as a top singles guy. But then the pandemic happened, and it, <coughs> excuse me. The pandemic happened, and he ended up in a situation where he got to the finals of the best of Super Juniors. Boom. Also, Hiromu got injured, tore his pec, and we've seen what a torn pec looks like. Thanks, Cody Rose, for letting us know that. Um, Boy. <laughs> oh, trust me. I got plenty to say about that on Saturday. But anyway, but Hiromu tore his pec. And so he had to drop, he had to re relinquish the title. And then Despy wins it in a three-way. And he just, he didn't want to be champion. He didn't want to have that, but he was thrusted into that. And he still made something of it by, he still made something of it and was able to be a very good champion. And then he, he won it back really the second time. He had yeah, a his, really good run. His, his first run was really good. His second run was good too. Let's not get that confused. No, no, I think his no, second not, run was better no, than his first I'm run at dead ass. So everybody, even though he's been a champion before, such as the tag team champion of Super Juniors, uh, of the uh, Junior Heavyweight Division, the thing was he, he became Despy Two Belt at one point. Yes, right. In that first run, in that first run, he was Despy Two Belt. That's right, he was that first run. He was also Junior Heavyweight Tag Champion. I was like, yo, he was a tag champion when he went into that Triple Threat match. And he won, he won the title, and I'm like, that's he's Gatsby too, well. But it was it, that was the thing, though. And I, I think the 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 mantra is when you apply pressure, it should turn into a diamond. That's yes. what he did. That's what he did. It applied. They New Japan applied the pressure, and they was like, "Come on, Desperado, it's time for you to step up." And Desperado said, "Okay, took on the pressure," and they and they were still champions. They were still title champions for like what two, three more months, and longer than that because we went into the G one, and he was still title champion. Yeah, sure. They was in 
they was I think they lost it right before um they lost it. They lost that first and then he still went on for like another four months. He went on for like another three months with that junior heavyweight title and then lost it before uh he lost it i think the same night abushi lost the briefcase or was that no. the year before abushi no, no, lost no. The briefcase the year before. no 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 what happened was his first reign ended in that stadium show in 2021 that stadium show no it was against robbie robbie beat him the first time oh he beat he beat Tajia Samori, and then Robbie put out the the video, and then he came to the stadium and and took out Desperado. Yeah, yeah, because he, he beat oh, and that's he when beat Robbie stepped up. Yeah, because he beat. So the the chain of events was in that first reign. He beat Tajia Samori at Wrestle Kingdom. He beat him at Wrestle Kingdom. Then he went on and. He and then he, he had Robbie at the stadium show at April, and that's when Robbie beat him. So and then, he held it for almost a year. Well, I think Despy got it back from Robbie. No, 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 no. He held it for almost a year. If we're if we're talking correctly, if if I'm trying to think, because he had it. I'm not going he um let's see if he had it he did he beat I feel man. I feel like you might be you might be you might be on to something here with you know what I'm saying with how long his first run was let me see it's gonna take a while to throw this shit Okay, he won it at Castle Attack on February the 28th, 2021. So he didn't even win it at Wrestle, he didn't even have it at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Hiromu won at Wrestle Kingdom that year. He got injured in February. It was vacated on February 25th at Castle Attack. He won it in that three-way against El Fantasmo and Bushi, and he held it for 147 days. Held it for 147 days before he lost it to Robbie Eagles at Wrestle Grand Slam in Tokyo Dome. And Robbie ended up holding on to it for 104 days before Despy took it back at Power Struggle in Osaka on November the 6th of 2021. And that was when he held it for 179 days, 76 days before losing it to Taiji Shimori at Wrestling Dontaku this year. That's the ass is long as I am. I'm looking at it. Like, hold on. The only other person I'm looking at is, let's see who has more. Uh, Osprey and Haramu, 209 to 138. Uh, 156. Again, Will Osprey. And the crazy uh, thing about his second reign, his second reign, Haramu, his first. Haramu his 158. But here's the thing about it. His first reign is more memorable because he was Despy Two Belts, but he only had two defenses in that reign, his second being a loss to uh, Robbie at Wrestle Grand Slam. His second reign, he had three defenses, his third being a loss to Ishimori at Wrestling Dontaku. And one of those reigns was a successful defense against Romu at Wrestle Kingdom. So the question yeah. is, was his, 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 was his second reign better than his first? 
I would, I would say yes, because I don't know. I think they go neck and neck due to him being definitely two girls. He had two responsibilities uh, in, in the first ring. In the second ring, he actually defeated his, his rival at the marquee show. Basically, the WrestleMania of New Japan. Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom on, on the original day, January 4th. He beat him. So it's like, honestly, I think it comes down to opinion, and I think it comes down to his own opinion. I, I, I would want to know from him, which reign, which reign is, is, would you prefer to go through again? Would you go through the first reign again when you had two belts and you was, you were kind of dominant? Or the second reign where you held the iron fist over the division and you beat your rival while holding that title after he won Best of the Super Bowl? That's a good question. That's a good question. Well, either either way, either way, I feel like both reigns really put Despy up there as earning a spot as one of the top juniors in New Japan and perhaps one of the top juniors in all of wrestling, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely, 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 absolutely. And that's not, that's not even me being biased. That's me actually looking at it as a as a as a as a, a, a wrestling enthusiast. Yes, those two reigns put him on the map. Absolutely, like you would say he was already on the map, like we were saying. But those two reigns made sure that like he was on the island of his own. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so before we close out and start talking about the main looking ahead, <clears throat> what were your overall, besides Despy not winning the, the trophy, what were your overall thoughts of the tournament in and of itself, the entire tournament, the whole three weeks, the format being returned to its normal format, back to its normal space in the, in the calendar, and having 20 juniors instead of 10? What were your thoughts? I love the 20 juniors. I loved it. I love the 20 juniors. And I love 20 juniors that weren't just in New Japan. I loved it. You had Willie Uda, you had Ace Austin, you had, I gained a love for Alexander I didn't even know I had. You, uh, you, um, you gained, I, I, Willie Uda showed off. You had Francisco Akira who finally got the, if the world watched this tournament, he got his claim to the world that he's a great wrestler. TJP, 11 years away from this tournament, and he comes back and didn't, didn't have a bad showing. Didn't have a bad showing. Some of the key ones that he, I would have thought he would have won, he lost. But he didn't have a bad showing because they all were great matches. Robbie Eagles is a New Japan, per, is a New Japan person. And him and El Fantasmo put on the best man event I've ever seen in Corrigan Hall. And I watched Hiromo versus Dusty in Corrigan Hall. In the crowd. 
throwing each other up and down the steps. And this match was still better, and, and, and that match was still better than that. And, and that, that's saying a lot coming from me when I got everybody know. On one hand, I love Romu, on the other, because I love LIJ. But on the other hand, I love Desperado, because I love Desperado as a, as a wrestler. And I, and, and, and me and a, another friend of the show, uh, uh, our friend Chris Andino, he, um, me and him have always rooted for Desperado and Tyson. So, like, when people didn't see the potential in Desperado and Taichi, we did. And we always said we were going to stick by them. And, that's, and, and, we, and when I talked to him, we, we definitely are doing that. Sticking by them, too, regardless of anything. He don't, he's not a fan like I am, but he does stick by them. On top of it, like, this, this division needed this. It needed this. This was crucial for the junior division. Because it started, it started becoming the same old people. You got Ace Austin now part of Bullet Club, so that means Ace Austin is going to be coming over to Japan more. You still have the ultimate finesse part of Bullet Club, who's a, who's been on New Japan strong. You still have juniors that were on New Japan strong that did not come over here. So imagine them coming over next year. Imagine next year saying, best of the Super Junior 30 is 32 men. Chap, I don't know what we're going to do, bro. Yo, that, whew, that, 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 that's a lot. 32 juniors? Holy shit. That, but I, I, I can see that happening for the 30th anniversary. It'll be the 30th best of the Super Junior. And you know, when they do stuff like that, they go big. So this will be the 30th best of the Super Junior. And the way that it turned out this year, you can only imagine what it'll turn out next year. I I, I will say, you know, I I didn't get to watch the entire I didn't get to watch the entire 2018 Best of Super Juniors tournament. I only got to see the finals, which is epic between Taiji Shimori and Hiromu. I didn't get to watch all of the 2019 one. I just saw the final between Takagi and Osprey. So these last three have been the ones I've been actually being able to watch from beginning to end. And I got to say that this year's I enjoyed way more than the other two because you got the full, the true feel of it. You got the two blocks. You had 10 men in each block. You had block matches for the first part of the tour. You had preview tags and then the block matches themselves. Then they went big. And for the final week plus, they said, okay, we're going to just hit you with all block matches the rest of the way through. No more preview tags, none of that shit. And it was just great. It just was a great tournament to watch. And I just, you know, I, I, I can't say much, too much more about it except I can't wait for next year. I can't wait to watch it next year. And hopefully, you know, we get some more really good entries. I hope. But, what's up? I'm saying it now. I'm saying it right now. A year away. We'll be back here. And Desperado will be. That's for the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to agree with you. 
I'm actually going to agree with you. I think that next year, best of Super Juniors 30, Desperado will finally win the big one and become best of Super Juniors tournament winner. I agree with you. I agree with you. He told, right. he told him at the end of his press, at the end of his backstage comment. He said, I lost today. Never again. That boy about to, that boy about to give us some real yeah, no, I think he's going to give us something good next year. All right, let's talk about Dominion. Dominion's coming up this Sunday. Jalen Wells from Osaka, Joe Hall. You have six championship matches and now ten matches instead of nine. So this is going to be a big, big, big card for them as they get ready for that new New Japan Road Series that'll uh, that'll bridge us all the way to the G1 beginning in July, which is G1's back in its normal spot of the summertime instead of the fall. So it'll bridge us, it'll bridge us mostly to Forbidden, oh, to forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. And, and bridge us from Forbidden Door to um, the, um, the G1. Well, no, it's... No, it's 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 definitely bridging towards G one because even with Forbidden Door being on the twenty sixth, they still have four. They still have three shows at Corkland Hall on July the third, fourth, and the fifth. That's what I said. It, it's bridging us from it's bridging us from now to uh, from Dominion to Forbidden Door, and then from Forbidden Door to uh, the G one, which is going to be interesting because. Um, They haven't announced no titles on the line for Forbidden Door yet. Well, only one, only title match is going to be for the AEW Interim World Championship. That's it. No, that's not true. That's not Wait, true. What are you talking about? It's three, it's three title matches already announced. That they oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The AEW Interim right? World Title match, the All-Atlantic Championship, and the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I'm surprised they're not going to put the IWGP World Tag Team titles on the line. Who knows? Aye, hey, hey, hey. New Japan. Put them on the line. Well, anyway. we'll see because after Dominion. We'll see what happens with Dominion. Because Dominion's going to be big. It's always big. Yeah, Dominion. And it's looking like... The big. And this, 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 this dominion is absolutely like, like just massive. So before we get to the meat of the car, which is going to be the championship matches and all that good stuff, we have a couple of twenty. Uh, we have a couple twenty-minute multi-man matches that will open up the show. You're going to have Tenzon Hiroshi Tenzon teaming with Team Six or Nine to face Aaron Hanari, Francisco Akira, and COVID denier of the United Empire. And you're going to have Hiromu Takahashi teaming with Naito and Bushi to take on Taiji Ishimori, Ace Austin, and El Phantasmo. BC's cutest tag team has been reunited, and it feels so good as Taiji will be going up against his next challenger for a championship. Uh, that match taking place on January on June the 21st. I don't know why I keep wanting to say January for some strange reason. June the 21st at Corkwin Hall for the New Japan Road Series uh, tour. So this is a little bit of a preview of that. And then the only other match on here, not for a championship, but not for a spot for a, cha for a championship, 
Toriano going up against Doc Gallows after all the shit that Gallows went through going, dealing with Toriano in that multi-man match at uh, Best That's Super funny. Genius. Uh, the Yano, best Yano Super made fun of his brain. He said his brain. He said he's a really, really big man. Buddy, buddy, he's a really, really big man. But his brain is really this small. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gallows about to beat Yano go beat him in 20 seconds. If not like three minutes, y'all might beat him in like three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. Listen, y'all, y'all, about to get his ass absolutely kicked by Doc Gallows and still win with a low blow and a roll up. Watch what happened. Oh man, if he, hey yo, if he, ah, that'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. Right, and then we get into what's gonna be the best part of the show. Which is these next fuck these next seven matches because you have for the never open weight six man tag team championships, Connemaro, Zach Saber Jr., and Despy going up against the House of Torture in their fourth defense of those championships. I think we're gonna see new I think we need to see new champs. Dead ass. We need new champs. We need new champs. That's the lot of no, he's, not, he's not angry. He's not angry. He's pissed. He's pissed. You're okay. Right. Let me start that over. Then, take, take two. Take two. Go. Desperado is pissed that he's not best of the Super Junior. Desperado is pissed that he did not beat Hiromu Takahashi in the finals. Desperado is also pissed at House of Torture and their shenanigans. He's gonna help Zack Sabre Jr. and the Hill Master Yoshinobu Kanemaru, who beat Show in a flash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you bleep that match was over. Shit, Kevin Kelly been calling him every every time I go up against another heel. They been calling him the babyface master. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, he is the babyface master. Yo, he took show out. Something horrendous in Best of the Super Junior. So you know, yo, like show show for show for show. I thought I thought his. His Bullet Club thing would have been a little bit better. Guess I was wrong again. I was wrong about something again, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's my third strike. I think I'm out of here. <laughs> Listen, no, 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 no. It's not a complete fail. I like his backstage promos. That delusional shit he be speaking, boy. <laughs> I be sad. Backstage promos are really good, but this, this house, I, I need. Show gotta step up now. It, it, it. If they do win, I I show needs to get that pinfall. Not easy. We all evil evil solidified. No matter what you do at this point now, evil made history. He's the man who beat the man that combined that took those those made those two titles even up for grabs at the same time. He beat Naito. He turned on Naito. He joined the Bullet Club. He's, he's solidified. 
But I think now it's, it's like you said, it's time for new champs, man. It's time for new champs. They they just not doing it for me anymore. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. If New Japan books it so that they break the record for most successful defenses of those championships, I think I'm gonna be sick. I think I'm gonna be sick. And I know how much you despise Yoshihashi, but you can't lie and sit here and tell me that they didn't have a good run as never six man champions, him, him, Goto, and Ishii. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to I knew you were going to do this. Yeah. I knew we have not seen Trashy Hashi the whole bunch of Super Did Daniel you just Cole. call him Trashy Hashi? Trashy Hashi. We have Trashy Hashi, we have Trash Co, and we have Lender Trash. Um, I will say this the pandemic gave Yoshi Hashi a new outlook on life and a new outlook on his wrestling just as much as Desperado. Though I honestly, if we wanted to say from the pandemic most improved, it would be those two. They would be a tie for, for most improved. Yoshihashi winning his first title ever. His first title ever in New Japan. And, and held it for over a year. And held it for over a year. And Desperado finally winning the big one when it when it mattered. So, like, yeah, yeah, but I don't need them to come back out to try and challenge for that. Uh, I don't want them back as champions, so I'm good. They be some of my favorite people, and I, I don't like that. <laughs> You're wild, by the way. Just gonna put that out there. Hold on, I'm looking up how long was the day the playoffs had with those never sixes because they had 10 successful defenses before they lost. It was over a year. Holy <laughs> shit. You're going to lose your shit when you find out how long they held those championships. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your stat of the day. Wow. Stat of the day! The chaos team of Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi currently sit with the longest reign ever as never open way six-man tag team championships. They held those championships for 500, 454 days. 454 with a number with, with 10 with 10 successful defenses. I'm about to just roll out of frame, dog. <laughs> That's your Saturday. Day. That's Can you nuts. That? Can you That's believe nuts. that? That's crazy. What did they see him from? Listen, four four hundred and fifty-four fucking days <coughs> as <coughs> as champs absolutely insane to me how many times they've had how long they held those championships holy all right back to the card itself after that we'll have our heavyweight tattoo chip our iwgp heavyweight tattoo championship match great o'con and jeff cobb challenging chase owens and bat lafali will be their first defense of the championships after winning them uh, at wrestling Duntaku. so 
you already know who we're rooting for, so that shouldn't be a, a question for any of you. Exactly. That should not be a question for any one of y'all who we're rate who who we're rooting for. So there you go. Next, we will have the match that was just added this week after like last week after the announcement of CM Punk taking off to uh get surgery on an injury that which was successful. It was successful, yeah. We mentioned that earlier. It was successful surgery. He will be out for a little bit. Uh, we they announced the AEW Interim Championship Eliminator Series. We already have part one of that on the AEW side. John Moxley going through, and then in this matchup after the heavyweight tag team championship match, we will see who will come in on the New Japan side when Hiroki Goto and Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi go at it. I called this last week. It's going to be Mox versus Tanahashi because Mox has been wanting Tanahashi for three years. He said he's been ducking it for three years. And the time, and the time that he actually had him one-on-one, you got Juice Robinson and Will Ospreay that intervened that. Yep, and we Which, were there for that. That was that was a wild match. That was a match. <laughs> Which is the reason why I now have to call say rock hard with no, with no problems and no pause that's why you need to stop making bets with Vince because he sets you up for failure, sir. <laughs> I normally win these bets. That's the wild part. Well, so much for that. One, anyway. one, one in a million. I We went in capital collision thinking either Will Ospreay, Tana Hashi, or John Moxley was walking out as champion. And we all said, what, the fuck, what is Juice doing here? And this just turned out to be the one win. He ended up being the one win. Here's another Saturday. Go ahead. Play play, play Saturday one more time. This is your second Saturday. Saturday 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 Every person that has turned and been a become a Bullet Club member. The first time that they go into a title match, they always have won. They are undefeated. Wow, what a stat there. Undefeated after turning and joining Bullet Club. That is, that is, um, that is via Chris Andino. Wow. He has to remind me about that. Think about it. Evil. We can go back. Finn, AJ Styles, Evil, um, Jay White, he became World Heavyweight Champion when he, after he, uh, they, after Gato turned on O'Connor. Yes, he sure did. It is, they are undefeated when they switch the bullet club. My bad. Uh, show. Show's first title match was the never six-man title. And they won it. Wow. Wow. What yeah. a stat. What a stat. Second yeah. stat of the day here, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. So, didn't know Juice Robinson was going to pull that one out. And I should have. But yeah, 
All right. Then yeah. after, after that eliminator uh, match right there, we're going to have for the KOBW 2022 championship. We don't know the step as of yet, but we will. But they will know by the time they get to the match on Sunday. Shingo Takagi, the champion, against Tai Chi. We already know Sage going for his Lord Savior Tai Chi. I'm actually, I, I'm actually pulling for Shingo. I w- I don't want to see the KOPW hot be hot potato because it hasn't been hot potatoes in its, its entire existence. Yano's been the, the man who's held it the most, though. There have been others who have held it. Chase Owens, Minoru Suzuki, and now right here, Tai Chi and Shingo. But I don't want to see it be hot potato. Let someone hold it for a little while, you know? Yeah. Vanquish your, vanquish your foe, finally. Um, I, honestly, I am pulling for uh, Tai Chi. But even with you saying that, and I was thinking that uh, um, during their press conference, that single might hold on to this thing because eventually it has to be there has to be a payoff in a few this this is what they is this their third match i think this is second second so yeah single challenge for the first for for after this is tai chi's third klpw match one is champion two is a challenger So like eventually you gotta it, it gotta blow the blow off gotta happen like pause but the blow off gotta happen yeah well we'll see what happens and then we have for the never open weight championship Carl Anderson the machine gun cleared from COVID ready to go going up against Tama Tonga who's in his first defense he got the this match came about after he beat Evil for the never open weight championship at Dontaku and then suddenly. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, first time in like six, seven years, they stepped foot in Japan, and here they are jumping him and his brother and Jado to say, hey, we're back and challenging for the Never Championship. Well, to also continue that feud that was going on on Impact, too. Yeah, sure. Um, but this match is what number? This is, hang on, one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eighth. Why is this match so high in the car? I don't know. I don't know. You would think, you would think that Eliminator Tournament change would be your semi-main event. I mean, the last three matches should have been the Eliminator Tournament the United States title and the uh the World Heavyweight Championship, which we all know why I'm here see, with the switchblade. But um Well the semifinal is the is the United States Championship three way match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was listening to the card as you said it and I'm like one of these things don't belong <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm, I'm, so this match, I'm going in with very low expectations because two of these matches, I feel like shouldn't be this high on the card due to the implication of the Goto and Tanahashi match, even though it's not a championship match, but it's leading to a title match that's not even there. And um, I feel like it should be a little. I should that Tanahashi and Goto match 
should be right before that triple threat match. I, that's how I, I feel. But hopefully, I'm going. I'm going into that that never open weight championship match with a very low expectation because they're both great wrestlers. Um, they both use the gun stun. Um, so it's really a race. That's the only thing that makes it high. That's the only thing I think that's putting it this high. Who's gonna hit the gun stun first, champ? Scott Anderson. Carl Anderson. And so, then he bestowed, he bestowed it to, to Thomas Hunger. So, no, 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 no. I said, who's going to hit it first? Oh, I thought you said who did it first. I, okay. I, I thought, boy, I, I, when you said, okay. So, um, who's going to hit it first? Is, is, is Thomas going to be a one and done? No, it's, I think Tom. I think Tom hits his on and retains. Is Bullet Club gonna take all the titles? What if Bullet Club don't lose another six month title? Mm. This is the uh, Dominion's looking really, really good. Dominion's looking really good now. Now, now I'm a little hyped for Dominion. I was already hyped, you get white, but now I'm a little more hyped because. This right here can shake up the bullet club. I will say, uh, yeah, I mean that this that is true as well. And then you look at this three way that's a semifinal, and I'm still asking the question: Why are we still advertising Juice Robinson for this matchup if he had just had his appendix removed? Like, can we think about this for a second, ladies and gentlemen? You don't just—I mean, if you he, don't just—is he clear the wrestler? I haven't seen anything to say he was cleared to wrestle. And I'm just saying, like, you don't recover. Like, this thing happened on – we found out about this on, Jan, on June 3rd. This is going to be is, nine which days removed. Which right. the This is nine so. days removed. You don't you don't heal from appendicitis to go in and take bumps after a week and a half, nearly a week and a half. It just don't work that way, folks. It don't work that way. He's not going to wrestle. He's probably going to get stripped of that championship because you know how New so, Japan is. It's a, it's no, a that's not, title match. He can't make no. it. They're going to strip him of the title. And then Sonata and Will Ospreay are going to go at it for the title. Sonata's going to win it back. And then they're going to bring Juice back. And then he's going to go after Sonata. No. I got one better. I got one better. What is that match? Sonata versus Will Ospreay gets turned into that match for the Atlantic, that spot in the Atlantic, the Atlantic title tournament. That's what I was going to say earlier. Mm. Yeah. What if AEW has two matches technically on Dominion's card? That would be crazy. That would Nuts. Be, that would be fucking crazy. Nuts. That would be crazy. Which, which only reason I really, really thought about it was because Osprey was on AEW television. And he's going to be on AEW television on Friday night. And Dominion is Sunday. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. 
And then, of yeah. course, we have our main event for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Okada in his fifth defense of that championship since winning it at Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. He goes up against the Switchblade Jay White. They say Carmelo Hayes don't miss. But when have you seen Jay White miss? That is true. Carmelo Hayes fucked up my my pick my my pool and fucking. Right, I don't know why you think that. I I was I was there. I was there, and I didn't know. Well, no, yeah, I was there Saturday, and I was like, I'm picking Carmelo Hayes, and I just said, uh, why why you why why you why you pick why do you want to go? Why do you want to do that? I think I think, I think Sith picked Carmelo Hayes too. I'm about to find out. He did. Oh. He picked Carmelo. That was the one he had over you. Y'all both had the one L and he had that one over you. That's how he beat you. Yeah. I was my picks were chalked on Saturday night, bro. Oh, Saturday night was I know y'all say this on Saturday. And I know we still talking about Jay White and O'Connor. We're gonna get there. That's that's really the silver lining of this now. Um, Saturday was really good, and I've even come on this podcast and said NXT 2.0 is trash. They put on a hell of a show for in your house. I'm saving my opinion. I'm saving my opinion for Saturday. But spoiler alert, I disagree. Spoiler alert, I disagree. Whole, I wholeheartedly disagree. I was not impressed with. I was not impressed with in your house at all. I was not impressed. I wasn't. And Sith will tell you the same thing because you know he rewatches them. He watches them a lot and then he rewatches them, and he will tell you the same. Most likely, tell you the same thing. We were neither one of us were impressed. We did not to say it was. I'm not saying it was bad. Don't don't please don't get that construed. I'm not saying it was bad. I just was not impressed. I just was not impressed. Period. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed. So are you? Were, are you comparing it to? Would you be comparing it to how takeovers were? Not even. Not even comparing it to ta- previous takeovers. I just. I expected, and I said this in my preliminary grades, I expected a B-plus pay-per-view. I wasn't expecting an A pay-per-view. I wasn't expecting an A-plus pay-per-view. I was expecting a B-plus pay-per-view. I'm not going to say what my grade was, but it wasn't a B-plus. Well, I, I'll say this of, of my grade of it, and you can take it in with you on Saturday. I gave it a B. Mm-hmm. Off of the fact of I don't, I don't watch NXT 2.0 anymore. After the first, what, six weeks, and I was, I was knowing, you know, I was in NXT. Besides New Japan, my other promotion was NXT. Not WWE, NXT. Because they made them feel like it was, it made me feel like they allowed them to be what AEW is doing and what New Japan Strong is doing. Triple H allowed them to wrestle how they wrestled in those times, in those places, and just gelled it a little towards WWE before they went up to the main roster. And NXT 2.0 is not that. 
you can tell now NXT 2.0 is very developmental. That was what the difference was. NXT used to didn't feel like developmental, and 2.0 now feels like developmental. And I, I, I big time felt like as, as, if this is the developmental, and they've already claimed out this is developmental, I felt like the In Your House was a B, a B. And I watched the event, but I felt like In Your House was a B. Even with the with the one title thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna just give my quick opinion and we gotta get back to this main event for Dominion. I feel like NXT 2.0 is early 90s WWF, all gimmicks but no work rate. That's it. Moving on. Wow. 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 I'm 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 keeping it a buck. There are like back even like but it's it's a good comparison because even in the you. early even in the early nineties there were a few guys sprinkled in there that had the work rate and the gimmick or they just had the work rate and no gimmick but you had too many gimmicks with not enough work rate and that's what I see with NXT 2.0 I see a bunch of characters but a lot of them can't work for shit. And not in the and here's the thing, it's I not mean, a fault of their own. Work. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's the fault of the backstage people who are training them and then throwing them out there on TV when they're not ready. Look at Lash Legend. Lash Legend is trash. Her character's on point, but in the ring, she's trash. She is absolute trash. But that's not a that's not of any fault of her own. That's them throwing her out there without her being properly ready to get into the ring and work a TV or a pay-per-view match. Period. Period. Her character's on point. The last legend character is so fucking good. It's so fucking good. But in the ring, it's horrible. You know it's a copycat. It's a copycat. You know it's a copycat, right? It's a copycat. And I've seen it. And and I had like I said, I haven't been watching NST 2.0, but I did pick up on her gimmick is a copycat. And guess who is a copycat of? And this is where it starts to get deeper, and y'all y'all can take care of the deeperness on Saturday. She's a copycat of Bianca Belair. I, I see that too. I kind I, I can see it now that you mention it and you say it. I can see it. I can definitely see it. I can definitely see it. But we'll get the we'll way get to talk, the way she talked, the whole backstage, uh, how Bianca used to really talk backstage and how Bianca still really geared her gimmick to being the EST, uh, and, and gearing it to that. that that's how Lash Legend is talking. And it seems like WWE said, well, this works for this black girl. Let's put it on this black girl. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it at that. That was my, that is, that's why it got, it didn't get a B plus for me. And it got just a B. That's why I got just a B. Right. Right, fair. All right, but back to the main event for the main event. Yeah, this is the main event. This is the man that sold out Madison Square Garden by himself, the last rock and roller, the catalyst of pro wrestling. We are still 
in his era. Switchblade. King Switch, baby. Jay White is going to do what he always did. He calls his shot. He's built the Bullet Club back up. He's built the Bullet Club back up to the status that it was when AJ Styles was there. Everybody's now looking at the Bullet Club. He's going to be Okada. I mean, I can't argue. I cannot argue with that. I cannot argue with that as being the possible the, the possible result for this championship match. I can't argue that at all. I just feel like that's not going to be the actual result. I will say though, I am I am rooting for Jay White to do it because I mean, the man spent a long time away from Japan because of all the restrictions and things of that nature. So why not? He comes back. Now there's no, there's hardly any restrictions. There's no quarantine. That's why Osprey was able to do the AEW. He, he did the rampage tapers on Wednesday and he's probably already back in Japan. If not, he's, he's probably flying back already. He's probably landing, uh, you know, because he doesn't have to go sit somewhere for a couple for days. He can just go and do what he wants and things like that. I think I honestly think the that they're really rebuilding Bullet Club up to be a powerful force like it was in its heyday. And honestly, I think the best way for that storyline to really gain a lot more traction is Jay White becomes the world heavyweight champion. I do feel like Okada's gonna retain, but the smart move here with how they're building rebuilding up Bullet Club, Jay White becomes the new world champion Sunday. Absolutely, absolutely. Because this is this is my thing. And and with me saying all of that, yes, Jay White is my pick. But in the back of my mind, Okada wins this match. Why? Forbidden Door. The marquee right. pay-per-view of two brands coming together. Oh, we missed some news too. Um, two brands coming together that Oh, I got the story right. I got the story right here. I got the story. You talking about uh you talking about New Japan stardom, right? Yeah. Right. Oh yes, that's right. So yeah, we did miss that. So but I do have the new story right here. Uh on June the 6th, there was a press conference with Bushi Road, uh, along with members of both Stardom and New Japan, uh representing Stardom. It was who was it? Hold on. It was the uh, Art of Stardom champion, Starlight Kid, and the SWA world champion, Mayu Iwatani, joining uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and uh, the great Okan to announce that there's going to be a joint event with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom taking place at the Air Lake Arena, a brand new arena in Japan that was built for the Olympics on November the 20th. So that's a huge deal because both of these uh, promotions are underneath the Bushy Road uh, banner. But this will be the first time ever that they will be working together on a joint event. We know, of course, we know that start that stardom has been a part of Wrestle Kingdom the last couple of years, first in dark matches before this show, and then this year for the first time actually performing in a main card event for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they man, open I'm, they open they no, they were second match. 
The, oh yeah, you know what? That's right. They were, they they were second. Went, they went up. They went one up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the second match on night two after uh, after your boy Trash Toe tapped out Despy. <laughs> but did he win the title though? No, he didn't win the title. He got his ass beat. All right. <laughs> But yeah, they, that's gonna happen and, in the, and in after the... after Desperado had the match that he had against Hiromu, and and he came and picked the bone. That little there was some words I had for you, but we're on Twitch and we're an affiliate, and I had to watch my mouth this time. <laughs> yeah, so that's a big. That's a big thing. Those two teams, those two promotions, going uh, having a, a event together. So that should be awesome. And one final thing we did not touch on that we've touched on a couple times this week. The issue with Kota Ibushi and New Japan Pro Wrestling, they they announced penalties for all related parties involved. Oh, for real? Huh? I didn't see that. I didn't see yep. that. They announced it on, on they announced it on the 6th, which was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. They, yeah, they announced it on, Yeah, they announced it on Monday. Yeah, they announced it on Monday that um the penalties are as follows. Uh, Kota Ibushi will see a 10% reduction in pay for three months for three months between July and September this year as a result of breach of contract for going to the to just half out show. Understandable. Takami Obari, who's the top guy for New Japan, he's also seeing a 10% reduction in pay for three months between July and September 22 as a result of executive responsibility. Basically saying... You're in charge. You were supposed to not let this happen. You let this happen. So we're yeah, absolutely. And the uh, the other dude, the, who they call the official, they don't name him by name, but we know who he is. He's seeing a ten percent reduction in pay for the three month period between July and September 2022, as well as a transfer to a different position as a result of inappropriate comments towards a wrestler representing a breach of duty. So he's no longer going to be working under Gato. He's going to be working somewhere else. So there you go. That that's that's what happened. Um, that's um, that's cool and all. Where's the Bushi's apology? Right. <laughs> yeah, they they, they like I, I, the end. The end. The end of the article said New Japan Pro Wrestling would like to once again apologize for the concern it can be as caused by these events. I only ask for your continued support. They apologize to the fans. Where's Kota Ibushi's apology? Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't freeze. Well, I froze, but my screen ain't freeze. What? Yep. So you still don't apologize. You apologize again to the fans and don't apologize to that man. Not only did they not apologize to that man, they take ten percent of his of his money too for three months. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, we know our, what happened caused your mother to com- try to try to commit suicide and break her back and everything like that. And we think and we think it's really horrible. We think it's really horrible. So we're just gonna take ten percent of your pay and you can get shit on. What? Like, come on. Now, granted, okay. He breached his contract, so yes, this is appropriate. But at the same yes. time, yeah. But at the same time, apologize to that man. His mother could have been killed, committing suicide. Instead, she's dealing with a broken back. 
the least y'all can do is say, hey, Abushi, we're sorry. Our bad. That shouldn't have happened. He was inappropriate. That's all you could have did. But now it's just looking like y'all shitting on Abushi. <laughs> Abushi gonna fuck around and end up in Noah. Watch what I said. <laughs> I think he gonna go to Noah or all Japan. Say, fuck <laughs> he ain't gonna do that. He might do one better. He might go to AEW with Kenny. And yeah, move but, his mother to the state. Yeah, but I think he's gone on record saying he doesn't want to move to America, though. He didn't. He didn't want to move to America. But with this being that happened, and you know he probably talked to Kenny. Kenny's probably over his, over there right now. Because they were... You know, you know, AEW was supposed to announce the trios title. Remember, they yep. were they were gearing up to announce the trios title. But when Kenny come back, which means Kenny would have to come back for the trios title. Mm. Which is why we're getting an All Atlantic Championship with Japan being represented, and they're nowhere near the Atlantic. I, one, okay, I knew they had one. But I mean, I, oh, oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so back to this main event. Like Forbindo has an implication on this main event. That's the that's the biggest thing. Forbindo has an implication on this main event. And I would love to see Adam Page show up at uh I would love to see Hangman show up on Sunday. I would love to see Hangman show up on Sunday. Boy, let Hangman walk out that zone on Sunday. Brother, brother, listen. Hangman, if hang, Hangman walk out on that stage or walk to that ring in Osaka Joe Hall and get in the Okada's face after he retains, trust me, I'm not going to be too hungover to mark out. Just know. Just know. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This is about the small picture. What if Hangman shows up on Sunday and stands in Jay White's face, knowing that he was a former Bullet Club member? Ooh, I'm still listen. Regardless of the outcome of the main event, if Hangman Adam Page walk out there and get in the face of whoever won, I'm marking out. I don't care who it is. I'm done. I'm 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 done because you know the Bullet Club gonna come out if Jay White wins. You know how this gonna start off. Bullet Club is gonna walk him to the ring. Red Shoes is going to send Bullet Club back. Bullet Club is going to sit in Gorilla and watch that match. Hangman Page, if he is going to be there, that is going to be the wildest Dominion. And Dominion's had some wild moments. Dominion is the home of the 60-minute match. The 60-minute championship match where Kenny Omega and Okada didn't get it done. They couldn't get up. That was a that was a hell of a match by the way. If you if you have not watched that 60 minute draw for the IWGP heavyweight championship between Okada and Kenny and Kenny Omega at Dominion, you need to you need to get your ass off your chair and go get on New Japan World. Watch that match. What the fuck? Holy shit! That match. Free match. Free match Monday. I was surprised there wasn't free match Monday. 
Yeah, the free match Monday was the Kingdom versus Bullet Club for the tag titles, which wasn't a bad match either. Uh, I really good listen, match. I ain't know Doc Gallo's wife was that good looking. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> you mean Carl Anderson? No, that was Doc Gallo's wife. Oh, that yeah. Was a company, uh, that was accompanying them. He was, that was Doc Gallo's wife at the time. Yeah, he, yeah, they got a divorce. I don't know what happened when you got a divorce that time. I'm married. That's crazy. Um, I'm married. I'm married. That's crazy. That's crazy. But um, but no, I, I'm 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 I listen. All I know is Dominion is about to be absolutely lit, and then we're gonna have a possibilities are crazy. Oh man, listen. And you know what's the great thing about New Japan is unlike you know other promotions, New Japan tends to they they definitely. When it comes to secrets, they don't they definitely hide their secrets very well. Like we had no fucking clue on Duntaku that we would walk out of there with like we had no idea Duntaku that we would see the good brothers show up and fucking Juice Robinson join Bullet Club. And then we had no idea Best of Super Junior Final that Kenta was gonna just suddenly show up and Ace Austin was gonna join Bullet Club. Yo, that's the only thing. And, I, and, and I'm going to say this, if Kota Ibushi hadn't came out in public and said the stuff that was going on with him, that would have been a secret too. Yeah, but Ibushi built different. Ibushi that, built different. That's, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, look at it like, boy, they like the best kept secret in wrestling. They didn't take over Buddy Matthews' old name. Like, what the hell? That Juice Robinson thing is still, that's still like moment of the year right now. Because you, we, we all, we watched Windy City Riot on Fight TV where it was supposed to be his last match in, in, in New Japan. Yep. And it was supposed to be, wow, I didn't see the writing on the wall. Nope. He had been saying it for a minute that flamboyant Juice Robinson will no longer be here. He kept saying that. That was in the works for a while. That's crazy. That's crazy. Best kept secrets in wrestling, man. Best kept secrets in wrestling. All right, well, that was going to do it for this last in the Jew Japan uh, playoff series that we recap. As you know, we will be off for a month. We will be back prior to the start of the best of the Super not the best, of the, the G1 Climax 31 tournament, which is getting ready to kick off in July. July the 16th is when it will start. So we will be there a couple days prior to get you ready. By then, we will know who are the participants we will know who is going to be uh, in what block, and we will have our chance to be able to handicap the field and start predicting. That will be coming up very, 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 very soon. So be on the lookout for that. Just remember the podcast itself, the recent weekly wrestling podcast, will be on back at its regular scheduled time of 6 p.m. streaming on Twitch on Saturday. Myself and Sip will talk about 
in your house and hell in the cell as well as all the fallout from both of those shows as well as everything that happened with AEW with the invasion of the united empire on dynamite as well as their debut on AEW on Rampage Plus, Impact is getting ready for Slammiversary. We'll be talking about what's going on there. And we'll be talking about NXT 2.0 and how they came back from in your house and found out who won the breakthrough tournament. So with that, with you audio listeners, we appreciate you listening. We will catch you guys for the podcast. Before we go, before we go, I just need a small snippet. How did you feel? about the Hell in a Cell match. No, uh, no other explanation. How did you feel? In the in the immortal words of World Culture Wrestling's Simon Miller, it doesn't just get an up, it gets a golden up. And you'll learn more, learn why on Saturday. But again, audio listeners, we will see you guys later. All right? <laughs> I did say that. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. All right, bye. Adios, CUG1. Hey guys, it's Champ here. We hope you enjoyed that episode of No Spots Podcast. If you did, make sure you are following us so you can be notified when we upload new episodes. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash nospotspod, as well as on Twitter at truenospotspod. We will catch you on the next episode. Myself, Donnie Wrestling, and The Sip for the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio Network.